common sense. That's what Donald Trump called the words of Capitol rioters who chanted, hang Mike Pence. The fact that Trump would say that is no surprise. The problem is that Trump's common sense makes perfect sense to heavily armed supporters hankering for a violent civil war. That scares Republican lapdogs who grovel at Trump's feet. They are afraid to challenge those who are taking their political party over the edge. Many of them are encouraging it. They want more political power no matter how much it undermines democracy. As former Labor Secretary Robert Reich said, we are up against the big lie, big anger, and big money. News reporter Brian Williams put it well, I thought, in his final remarks on his last MSNBC show. Quote, the darkness at the edge of town has spread to the main roads and the highways and the neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store, and it must be acknowledged and answered for. Unquote. I'm retired from active leadership of local organizations, but after some 55 years in the movement, I'd like to share some thoughts. We need to sound the alarm, sisters and brothers. The Trump coup, as Barton Gilman says in The Atlantic magazine, is happening as we speak. Anti-democratic forces in red states and swing states are systematically dismantling democracy right before our eyes. While Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the rest of the timid mainstream of the Democratic Party twiddle their thumbs. Yes, we certainly need good legislation like Build Back Better, but all the good legislation in the world won't mean much if right-wing state legislators suppress the vote and override election officials. It's all well and good to campaign for candidates like Jamie McLeod Skinner, who is running against the blue dog Democrat Kurt Schrader in Oregon's reconfigured 5th Congressional District. She's got my vote, but electing her won't mean a lot if Republican state legislators in other states have the power to toss votes out the window and declare losers winners. Or if violent Trump supporters storm the Capitol building again with nooses at the ready. Sound far-fetched? Well, that's a big part of the problem. No one wants to believe what's happening right before our eyes. January 6, 2021 was a rehearsal. Trump's efforts to find or shred votes is a real possibility in 2024, whether he's the candidate or not. Stop the Steal followers are taking over the election apparatus at the county and precinct levels in some states. Disenfranchising people of color is a critical goal in this attack on democracy. A growing number of white people fear the other, foolishly believe that they are being replaced by black and brown people, and loudly claim this great replacement is eroding their values and destroying their nation. Emphasis on their values and their nation, not our values and our nation. Diversity, which most of us view as a positive and democratizing development, is viewed by them as a threat. 
As Gelman's Atlantic article notes, recent polling shows that 12% of Americans believe the 2020 election was stolen and that, quote, true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country, unquote. Robert A. Papp, a pollster who has studied political violence around the world, calls these folks, quote, committed insurrectionists, unquote, and stresses that they are not members of fringe groups like the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and the Three Percenters. Indeed, some 85% of those arrested for their participation in the January 6th, 2021 storming of the Capitol are not members of any phony patriotic groups. They are largely white and middle class. 93% of them are employed, and about half of them have white-collar jobs or own businesses. Their median age is over 40. Many are active or retired military and police. They own a lot of guns. Papp told Gelman, quote, This really is a new politically violent mass movement. This is collective political violence. The last time America saw middle-class whites involved in violence was the expansion of the second KKK in the 1920s. Unquote. The growth of the Ku Klux Klan in the 1920s included a virtual takeover of state government, law enforcement, and cities across Oregon. The Klan was successful in recruiting white, middle-class Oregonians who were racist, misogynistic, anti-Semitic, anti-Catholic, anti-communist, and anti-union. It can't happen here. It already has. And it's happening again. Moms for Liberty the local group leading the attacks on school board members and the disruption of school board meetings is part of a nationwide campaign by the far right to undermine local government and spread fear in the community. Moms for Liberty focus their attack on black and brown school board members in Bend. They are aligned with and funded by people who spread racist ideology across the nation. 100 years ago, they would have been right at home in a clan clavern. We all need to stand up to this campaign directed against progressives who have been elected to local office. We need to be united. When we are divided, when allies fight one another, we all lose. And the racist and enemies of democracy win. We cannot afford infighting between community groups, whether it is over election tactics, how to confront racism, or who is more politically correct. Calling out or publicly criticizing allies, even claiming they are somehow not allies, is divisive and a privilege we cannot afford. Ultimately, it serves the interests of the oppressors. We need to build what my friend Romir Chatterjee calls a united front to protect democracy. I think that starts with agreeing to set aside some of our differences, recognizing the dangers, talking about them with friends and neighbors, committing ourselves to the fight ahead, and demanding that our elected officials stand up. We can do this work in one of the many progressive organizations that are here in Central Oregon, but you don't need to join a group to engage in this struggle. Speak up. Let your voice be heard. More people at all levels of government need to wake up and start paying attention. We need to pressure 
the Biden administration and our governor, as well as congressional and state legislators and county and city officials to speak up and fight this attack on democracy. Voting rights legislation and executive action to protect voting rights is of critical importance, in my opinion, more important right now than Build Back America. We must demand that Congress and President Biden guarantee that people of color have full voting rights. That is an important first step. Joe Biden says he will fight for voting rights, but saying it isn't the same as doing it. Walk the walk, Joe. Democracy is under attack. It not only can happen here, it is happening here. We can stop it, but only if we come together and fight the big lie, the big anger, and big money. This commentary was recorded by Michael Funky for the Radical Songbook on December 26, 2021. If since then we have come under siege, I understand why you may not be listening.